all Christian churches claim to be true to King Jesus, its head, and obedient to his word. But many are so only in word. How do we distinguish between a true and false church? Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Article 29 of the Belgic Confession has this heading. The marks of the true church and wherein she differs from the false church. Here are some words from Article 29. The marks by which the true church is known are these. If the pure doctrine of the gospel is preached therein, if she maintains the pure administration of the sacraments as instituted by Christ, if church discipline is exercised in punishing of sin. In short, if all things are managed according to the pure word of God, all things contrary thereto rejected, and Jesus Christ acknowledged as the only head of the church. Hereby, the true church may certainly be known, from which no man has a right to separate himself. Hear now from God's word as we have it in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough? Clean out the old leaven, so that you may be a new lump, just as you are in fact unleavened. For Christ, our Passover, also has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. These three verses are in the midst of a chapter dealing with church discipline. Paul is calling for the excommunication of an unrepentant sinner. There was a man in the church at Corinth engaged in wicked sexual sin. He was guilty of incest, and this was punishable by death according to God's law and was illegal according to Roman law. But despite a sin so vile that even pagans thought it was a scandal, the church at Corinth ignored or excused or made light of this sin. Whatever they did, they did not handle it properly. And Paul tells them that they must remove this man, excommunicate him. And they must do so for the sake of the purity of the church, so that it could celebrate a continual Passover feast by living righteous and pure lives. Leaven here represents sin. And Paul says a little bit of it leavens the whole lump of dough. What Paul is saying is that when unrepentant sin isn't purged, isn't removed from the church, the whole body is in danger of being corrupted. In a word, he is commanding that the Corinthian church obey Jesus Christ, in the words we have recorded in Matthew 18. Now, the lack of biblical church discipline wasn't only an issue at Corinth in Paul's day, it's an issue in our day. It's almost entirely absent from most local churches, those that claim to be faithful in preaching the gospel and in administrating the sacraments. Louis Burkhoff notes that the faithful exercise of church discipline, quote, is quite essential for maintaining the purity of doctrine 
and for guarding the holiness of the sacraments. Churches that are lax in discipline are bound to discover sooner or later within their circle an eclipse of the light of the truth and an abuse of that which is holy. Hence, a church that would remain true to her ideal in the measure in which this is possible on earth must be diligent and conscientious in the exercise of Christian discipline. End of quote. A true church will be diligent in exercising biblical church discipline. And it is to be done to the glory of God, for the purity of the church, to deter other Christians from sin, and to seek the repentance and restoration of the one excommunicated. And it is done under the authority of King Jesus. It is done in love for our triune God and for our neighbors. Returning back to the Belgic Confession, a false church ascribes more power and authority to herself and her ordinances than to the word of God and will not submit herself to the yoke of Christ. True church or false church? Obedient to King Jesus or striving to please men? Faithful or fruitless? These are life and death, heaven and hell kinds of questions. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. 